we talk about uh, the problems involved with uh, dishwashers, uh, maybe tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem. For now, I just want to reiterate that regarding the parva issues, because we're talking about uh, parva utensils. Um, if you put parva utensils with, with milchic utensils in the sink or flechic utensils and let it soak there with hot water for a long time, 24 hours, that is a problem. You shouldn't do that. And that's one of the reasons that people, as I said, people uh, are mocked more to have absolute separation between milchik, fleshiks, and parv. And that's why many people would wash their parvas separately than, than the fleshiks or than the milchiks. I, I need to, to reiterate, if you haven't realized, um, and I'm sure you all have realized, that when it comes to the kashrut in the kitchen, there is the strict halacha and there is the dominic of the Jewish people. The minute of the Jewish people is certainly much more stringent than what the strict halacha demands. Again, in theory, you know, and I'll talk about sinks in a minute, but in theory, you know, if, the, if there's, the water isn't hot and not yet, so let it boil. It's not there for a long time. It's not a terrible thing to, make, to, 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 to have the parva dishes with the milchik or with the fleshik. But because of situations which can arise, so pe- the, the many people are, say, are makbid to wash the fleshik separately and the milchik separately and the parva separately. Say a few words about that in a minute when we get to the sinks. Uh, just want to say, um, we spoke earlier about um, before before Sukkot already. We spoke about uh, milk spoons and fleshy pots, etc. Uh, I just want to uh, say right now. Not, I'm not going to go over that again right now, but I do want to say uh, another thing, which is cooking on the fire, and that is that um, if you sometimes people, it's it's also a problem. Again, talk about stringency. What the shikolach is, it's not a good idea to have cooking on the same cooker on the same stovetop. Uh, fleshiks and milchiks, uh, fleshiks and a fleshik pot, and milchiks and a milchik pot, uh, because if you have uh, fleshik sauce which you know spits out or jumps out from the fleshik pot, and touches the sides of the milchik pot when they're both hot, the milchik pot is hot as well, then the pot needs haga'ala. You have to kosher the milchik pot. The food inside it is kosher uh, because the time doesn't go through the spritzed fleshik sauce through the. Uh, through, through the uh, through the pot uh, itself into the into the into the food, but um, the pot itself will need to be kashered. If hot sauce uh, uh, jumped out of the frying pan or the uh, the pot whatever onto a uh, milchik pot which is cold, so uh, by the way, of course, as always, I say fleshy milchik goes 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 it goes both ways. But if we would go into a cold milchik pot, here. Since the uh, milchik pot was, 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 was cold, so you don't have to do hagal in the entire pot. The whole pot doesn't become treif. Just the place where we saw the klipah, the external, the, the outer layer, has to be kashered. And here, well, all you have to do is pour boiling water. You should boil a lot of water, maybe more than 60. Then the, the place, you clean the area where the, where the uh, fleshik sauce touched the cold milchik pot. And you clean an area well, and you pour a lot of hot water in it, boiling water in it, on that area. And that is the way you kosher uh, just the place. Again, assuming the milchik pot was, was, a, was cold, if it was hot, as I said, you have to kosher the whole pot. What happens if you cut, with a, you cut hot meat with a uh, milchik knife? Assuming the, the knife is clean, it wasn't any milchik stuff on it, then the meat is kosher. Uh, this the knife has to do hagale have to kosher the knife. If the meat was co- was cold, then you should clean the knife. But it doesn't need hagala. It doesn't need 
to, you don't need to kasher the knife. Uh, the Jewish minhag, of, generally speaking, if, if, where, wherever possible, is to have two sinks. One where you wash fleshiks and one where you wash milchiks. Again, the minhag is as much as possible that what we call in Israel the shayish, it's like the tabletop. In Israel, the shayish, is, shayish means granite. It's, uh, it's, it's like a solid rock, and that's what they put on their tabletops in Israel. I think in America it's different. They have other stuff uh, for tabletops. But here the custom is to have one side for fleshiks, one side for milchiks. Parvi can prepare on either side as long as the shayish, the tabletop, is clean. Uh, if, it's, uh, if, you, if you don't have two sinks, you can use one sink but, uh, for the fleshiks and the milchiks. But of course, it's very important to clean the sink in between fleshiks and milchiks. According to Rav Moshe, if you put something in between the pots and the sinks, that's even better. But halach uh, it's it's mutter to use one sink for milchiks and for fleshiks, assuming that you clean it um, in between. You definitely should not put fleshik and milchik dishes in, which are both dirty at the same time.